0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a
1: Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum
0: Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
2: Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika. And with me today are my good friends, Pedro Burr. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're talking about the right time to get a new puppy. Because we're asked this question all the time in our classes. Is there a right time or a wrong time? Well, we're going to talk about some different things and, and give you some stuff to think about. So hang on, listen to a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit.
0: Stay. It's a Doggy Dog World. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
3: There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store.
1: Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at shoebuy.com. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
3: Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
2: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Today the three of us are going to talk about when is the right time to get a puppy. Probably one of the most common questions we get from people who are asking about another puppy are people attending our classes who have a young puppy or a, a very young dog, and they're thinking about getting another one. And one of the most common reasons is to keep the first puppy company while we're at work. So they can play together while we're gone. <laughs> we also have a lot of people come to class who got two puppies from the shelter, two littermates, or two littermates... We litter mates. Bear to
3: separate, though. <laughs>
2: yes, or two littermates from a breeder. So let's... And then I
3: think
4: the other... Fifty percent of the time is because well each of my kids want one, so each got a puppy. There you yes, go. Yes,
2: there. That's that's a common one too. Mm-hmm. So let's talk first about the issues related to having two puppies at the same time. Let's not even look at when to get the second one, but let's look at there's there's some very real problems associated with two puppies at the same time, and especially
3: littermates. For some reason, I'm thinking about when a friend of mine brought in a foreign exchange student. And, you know, the whole idea is to get used to a new culture, and when it was her alone in, with the family, she was actively engaged in learning a new language and new culture and all that, and then one of the other foreign students, or several, would come over to visit, and they would start talking, and unconsciously just start talking to each other and get all carried away with their native language, right. which is understandable, but then shut out everybody, the else. family that they were there visiting. Right, mm-hmm. and they actually had to have some come up. in and talked <laughs> about that. Yeah, about yeah, it's good to check in with your roots, but you're here for a purpose. And if you think of puppies and humans as two different cultures, sure, and you have two puppies, they're going to want to bond to each other.
4: Oh well, no, if it's natural if they're from the same litter. They, they already,
3: already more did so. from day one. They're already bonded. Mm-hmm. But we want them to join our culture, right. our human culture, our family culture. Bond to us. Right. And it's a little harder when there's already somebody around who speaks your language and is fun to rough and tumble, roll with, and play with. And mm-hmm. somebody you've known since you were born, since yeah. your mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. open, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest issue I see is getting your new puppy dog to bond with you.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, and then the one, I think, when you get the two puppies from the same litter, and then you have the two kids from the same family,
3: I think it's like double disaster. And to match up personalities with kids and puppies at that age?
4: Yeah, it's like... Both of the kids' and puppies is hard.
3: They're all puppies. They're all puppies. They don't really know their personalities quite yet. They're developing that. So the puppies are bonding to each other, while at the same time the kids are trying to bond to them, but probably competing with each other a little bit. Oh sure. Definitely. <laughs> My yeah. puppy could do this. Right. My puppy do right. That. And it's <laughs> short lived
2: and then the puppies are ignored. Right. Uh. Right. And then there's the issues of the puppies egging each other on when they're starting to get a little bit older, they're going into adolescence. You've got not just one puppy who's chewing on the spa cover or the <laughs> digging up the sprinklers, <laughs> but you've got two puppies. And one grabs the, the hose and starts tugging on it. And you've got two puppies chewing up the hose. So with two puppies at the same point in development and age and lack of maturity, they're egging each other on. Again, just like kids. You get a group of kids together and they'll do stuff that one child alone won't do. The mob.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've seen one puppy take over. Oh, definitely. Right. And stunted. The social development of the other puppy. Sure. Yes. So yeah,
4: so one always becomes reliable on the relying, other yeah, Relying on the other one.
3: Becomes mm-hmm. shy. Uh-huh. I'm seeing that in one of my classes right now that now that they have separated, it became too much for them and they mm-hmm. separate, that became too much for the humans. So they separated the two puppies, found another home for one of them. The other one is lost and shy and fearful. And in danger of becoming snappish, we're having to work with her oh, that's very too much bad. on that because oh, 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 her world has been turned upside. Yeah, her down. foundation is gone. Her foundation is gone. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good for her in the long run, I do believe. Now the it's a harder project. The
2: experts do offer some advice. <laughs> if if you are if you're listening to us and you already have littermates, one of the big things that we recommend is make sure they get a lot of quality time individually have one one person in the family have mom take one of the puppies and head north and have dad grandma head south when you go for walks mm-hmm. and have individual training sessions and have individual play sessions individual crates in oh we definitely. Hear that, Well, they've
4: been together so we're gonna crate them together no it's like no separate them you know if you can separate them i'd say even on each side of the bed in your room one on one side one on the other end of the room and we always stress on how to, um, training and
3: socialization separately. So think of sending them on little mini foreign exchange trips. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That works. That works. So each puppy has a chance to learn the culture on their own. Yeah. yeah. And you, get a, you as the human gets a sense of each puppy individually. Right. And we
2: rarely ever, at Kindred Spirits, we rarely ever tell people that they need to get rid of a dog. I mean, that's that's not our goal nor our place, but we have on occasion told people that have two puppies from the same litter to really think about placing one, especially when it looks like one puppy is is uh, not getting his or her fair share.
3: Yeah, or you know, getting bullied or at least mm-hmm. emotionally squashed mm-hmm. by the other puppy. Yeah, this is an interesting topic for me that I feel like I've spent the last two weeks, I love dogs, love to see people in their, live to see dogs in people's homes. And, you know, that's what I, my life is based on. And I've spent this past two weeks telling at least four or five people, don't get a dog. (laughs) <laughs> don't get another, I should say, don't get another dog. Right. Yes. At this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it feels it's weird coming out of my mouth, but it's not the right time. No, yeah.
4: true. Well, you know what? And going back to when you get a puppy, how many of them will get two girls? And then, the, and then we try to warn them, this is what will happen. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, yeah, right, okay, uh-huh. We're training, we don't know anything like yeah. this. And then how many weeks later or before we even finish one They'll of our sessions? They'll be having sessions? bitch fights. God, you guys
2: are right. We're having problems. Yeah. There is a reason why yeah. bitches are called bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of and us then, carry that title proudly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and then when you see the male and the female out of the same litter and they've Trained together and they sleep together and they do everything together the majority of the time i see the male very dependent on the female right you know of course the female taking over and you know dominant normal yeah and then the male's like oh my god she's two feet away from me i can't handle it <gasps> oh my gosh and how we
3: then at that point try and to you work know with some people are okay with that because they're always going to be together until one needs surgery. Like. Paul
2: and I ran into that years ago. Our first dogs after we got married, our German Shepherds, mine was a year older than his. We did everything together because that's what we enjoyed. We did dog training together. We did search and rescue work together. We did tracking together. We did all the Schutzen, and we did all these dog sports, Paul and I and the two dogs. And then my dog died at the age of seven. Yeah. We almost lost Paul's dog. And actually we did lose him a year later. And that shouldn't have happened. So we don't get them that close in age anymore. <laughs> and I think
4: I'll use that as an extreme conversation with the owner if they're not getting
2: just the basics. I'll say, okay, what happens if? Or what happens 13, 14, 15 years from now? You're gonna lose two, two. at two close together. Uh-huh. It's gonna be pretty traumatic. Uh-huh. So, That's
3: what I, Out of the four toy poodles that I inherited all in one bunch, mm-hmm. two of them were litter mates. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one one osteosarcoma, lost the second one within six months. No other explanation except broken heart. Sure, yeah. grief. Yeah.
2: Michi, exactly. when, when we lost mm-hmm. Watashi, Michi quit eating. He laid down in the front yard. He didn't want to move. He didn't want to train. He didn't want to play. But Watashi had been there all his life. I actually got him over it. as I went and got a puppy. Yeah. And the puppy did, that was baby Care Bear, and the puppy did actually get him up and moving and about and interested again, but we still lost him a year later. And I firmly believe that he was still brokenhearted.
3: Mm-hmm. But you're right. Sometimes a puppy can help fill the void for a grieving dog. Yes. On the other hand, I told somebody no this past week. Because their dog is in the process of dying from osteosarcoma. Uh, Not yeah. yet. And yes. she wanted to introduce it to the second dog. Right. right. But I don't yeah. think the boy who's dying should have to go through that yet. Yeah. Well, we'll talk
2: about old dogs more in the next uh, segment. Okay. But uh, now, you've got a puppy. You want to get another one later? When do you get one? How many, I think lately, how many people have come to us and go, well... We're considering to
4: get another puppy. Well, how old is your puppy now? Oh, nine or ten months, right in the middle of adolescence. And you want to get a puppy now. The hardest <laughs>
3: time in your dog's life.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the hardest and time to live driving, with your dog. Yeah, driving you as the owner crazy. And you want to introduce a
2: puppy into this.
4: You mad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really want to go mad? They're coming to take you away. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ha,
3: ha. <laughs> oh, the funny father, your life is <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I'm thinking of a couple right now where the husband went ahead and got the third dog, a puppy, and now wife is in the class with the second dog. Oh, right. She's, right. She's tired of having a crazy household. Yeah,
2: and she's having a tough time because that dog's not happy about changing his ways. No, he's uh, he likes the way life is. He likes the rules he's established
3: with dad. Who's with his dad,
2: playmate. What, yes and uh he's having a tough time, and as a result, she's having a tough time uh, there uh there's not much that's motivating him at this point, so it's it's gonna be a hard row.
3: I've seen the stubborn set to her jaw though I <laughs> well she'll we're do
2: it. we're rooting for her, and we're oh, yeah. we're giving her
3: lot we're giving her lots of positive reinforcement,
2: Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, Good. definitely.
3: But I'll still hear her mutter every now and then, he should, never should have gotten that third puppy. <laughs> so I
4: think good age, three. Three seems to be a good age. I mean, they've gone through, they've matured, they've gone through the terrible two, which is, thank goodness, a little brief th- moment in their growth. But then after <laughs> that, you're like, now you got a dog who can help you train a puppy. That's. And I don't know how many people have said, and they've listened, and then they've gone out to get another puppy, and they come back and oh my gosh, you guys are right. So much easier to train another puppy when you have your other one trained.
3: You know, because dogs do and learn by observing each other. They do. And
4: the
2: older dog. Asked to go outside, the puppy follows, the older dog goes out to the backyard, pees and poops, the puppy goes, ah, this is where we do it. Okay, Uh cool. Uh The older dog picks up a toy, shakes it in the puppy's face, the puppy plays with it. The old dog is not picking
3: up the shoes or the socks, so the puppy plays with the toys. Uh Yeah. Whatever the chronological age, that's usually my answer to people, is when your existing dog is grown up and well-behaved. Mm -hmm. Whatever age that is. We've Mm -hmm. got
2: Noops parents in class with their new puppy. Noops is a boxer. And I asked them in class the other day, when did you consider Noops mentally mature? Because boxers do take a while to grow up. And mom said four and dad says, I'm not sure he is yet. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll say between four and five. But Noops is four or five. And they just got the new puppy, who's now about four months old. And I, I, in my conversation, I said, "So, is it easier raising the
3: second one?" <gasps> oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Noops is teaching the puppy a lot. That's Rather awesome. have your existing dog, grown-up dog, teach your puppy good habits,
2: exactly,
3: instead of the one who's still trying to figure out a way around the rules and do things as a teenager. <laughs> right, right. This <laughs> oh, exactly. puppy will learn from that too. <laughs> right.
4: Oh yeah, and we've heard it. You know, they have a year old. They decide to get another puppy. It's still chewing on the, the sprinkler system in the backyard. And the puppy
2: learned, hey, that looks like fun. Let me try.
3: We Four times a year as much trouble now. A
4: year in between was good enough. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Paul and I usually, if we can find the right puppy, usually about three years. Now, there's five years between Riker and Bashir. But there's three years between Bashir and Archer. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at knock on wood a puppy this fall, and there'll be three years between Archer and the new puppy, so that's nice. Although yeah. Archer is still very puppy brained, <laughs> he's a very good boy. But well, so is
4: her 11 year old. Oh, yes,
2: the 11 year old still puppy brained too. But that's yes. by your standards, they're yes.
3: well behaved household dogs. Yes, too.
2: they're they excellent behaved. Archer. Would rather chew off his own foot than destructively chew on something right, and he never gets in the cat food or the cat litter box or the trash cans, or no he's he's, he's a, grown up that way yes, he's grown up that way, and he's a very, very good boy, and he'll be an excellent playmate for a puppy, yes. oh yeah, exactly. he will have a blast yeah. with a puppy, mm-hmm. so you know that works out for us now for noops folks, they waited four years. But that's good, because then when Noops is getting older, they'll still have a young dog around.
3: And I think a lot of times the, the person whose dog has the osteosarcoma, she's really looking at another dog to ease her own transition. Oh,
2: sure, because she can't imagine being dogless. Or just one yeah. dog.
3: Or she's projecting onto the one dog the grief that she's going to feel. Right. right. And wants to, quote, protect that dog from feeling the grief, but... Grief is going to happen, period. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. normal.
2: Yep. Other than when our old dog, Dax, passed away, and then everyone threw a party. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Regular listeners have heard about Dax, but Dax was a working lines Aussie, and she was... Well, to be perfectly honest, she was a bitch in the correct terminology of the word. And and don't bleep me. <laughs> That's the way she was. She was a working lines dog. But when she passed away, my surviving dogs, Riker and Bashir, threw a party. Woohoo! The witch is dead. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dax knew what her rules were, and she enforced them. She enforced them. Problem was, she enforced them. Let's just say for about six months after she passed away, when Bashir would come in the house, he'd take one step in, look around, and look for her, and then come in. (laughs) So, yes. But most of the time,
3: there is grief. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah.
2: So let's talk then
3: about. In, I, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, interjecting. I was just yeah. thinking about if you do want to get a companion for your dog. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes interspecies. Now I've had a single oh, yeah. dog Doesn't and a single cat. Yeah. Sure. I got the cat as a yeah. pet for my dog. Uh-huh. Well, Dax had her pet cat. That's right. Yeah, That's she did.
2: And uh, Paul and I have also, uh, at various times in our lives, had rabbits and ferrets. And I'll tell you what, a ferret can keep a dog occupied. <laughs> e- e- even with the ferret in a cage, when we weren't home... I'd I'd come home from work and find the dog sound asleep outside of the ferret's cage and the ferret asleep in her cage But I know at times the ferret would be playing in her cage and the dog would watch ferret TV Ah, (laughs) there you go Yeah, that's it and another living thing there Sure, Mm -hmm. and when we take the ferret out of her cage when we got home ferret would be hopping sideways Chee-chee-chee-chee as only ferrets can and she and the dogs would play so, but that dog was trustworthy with a much smaller
3: creature. Right. right. But yeah, so interspecies can be. I have a friend who has three indoor rabbits. Right. And one small cockapoo. Cockapoo. Mm-hmm. The rabbits probably mm-hmm. beat her butt if she got too rough. You know, they're, they're all probably uh, bigger than her. Well, <laughs> the rabbits are in exercise pens. Yeah. But they yeah. are still friends. They uh-huh. communicate through the pen. They sure play together that way. She lets them know when their dinner is coming, sort of thing. So there mm-hmm. is. Companionship going sure. on
2: there, just have to be careful about the dog and the prey drive. Yeah, because if we never let the ferret out when we weren't supervising, because if the ferret got too rowdy or used those sharp teeth to bite the dog, you know it would be very easy. We at that time had the German shepherds, so and the German shepherd could kill a ferret in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, so um, it was all only supervised. Sure, but uh, like if I had a rabbit with my dogs today they, no. they they hunt the rabbits yeah at the training no yard, so. not a good idea <laughs> a good so idea. it has to be chosen wisely yeah. okay what I was going to start to say though is let's talk about let's go back to the the people with the, the old dog with cancer if you have an old dog how do you decide whether to get a new puppy or not I don't know but we can discuss that right after the break oh <laughs>
0: it stay it's a doggy dog world we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact
1: it's a doggy dog world is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS America's largest pet pharmacy 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more.
4: FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-Day Satisfaction Guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD.
1: Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G.
0: Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know, racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see.
2: Grandmasauction.com? Hey, are those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money.
1: Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just seven forty nine dollars at GoDaddy.com. I love animals. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot.
0: can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
2: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Now we're going to talk about old dogs and puppies. Now that... Uh just reminded us of our commercial break (laughs) we get so involved in the conversation or i should say i get so involved i forget that we have sponsors
3: but we appreciate them
2: very much so you've got an old dog maybe the dogs let's say for example Riker. he's 11 and a half he's healthy other than his hips which are sore once in a while
4: I'd say if you were, if you just had Riker right now and mm-hmm. no one else,
2: mm-hmm.
4: um, and in your time, I mean, a lot of t- people also have to say, you know, in their time of their lives, can they also afford another dog? Can they spend the extra time and say all oh, that was perfect? I could see getting another dog with Riker and him kind of bringing up that young, happy puppy in him.
3: Riker would have it a would blast. be part, Yep, okay, and he still will it, you, have a blast. Oh yeah, that's the first he would. thing I think of. Does the the dog who's already in the family? Do they like other dogs? Period. Mm-hmm. What? Well, or do they like puppies? Okay. Do they like other dogs yeah. first? Then do they like right? puppies? Right. Because a lot yeah. of dogs like other adult dogs, but don't know right. what to do with puppies. Okay. How is the health of that dog? And how much pain are they in? If they're right, right, right. If we're talking a couple of months and in pain, I would not and disturb then, them. No. Sure. No. Yeah. But Riker and his arthritis, he ignores it most of the time. Most of the time. He still plays. Archer picks up a toy,
2: shakes it in his face, and he gets up and plays. So for Riker, it's good. a puppy would be great. It mm-hmm. would keep him active. It would keep him playing, keep him uh, moving around, keep the joy in life. And that's why now while Paul and I are thinking about getting a new puppy, waiting on a litter, we're not worried about Riker at all. Right. Actually, we're not worried about any of our dogs. A puppy will come in and we'll be fine.
4: Because, like in my situation, if I were to pull out, if I didn't have all the ones I had, and let's just say I pull out Kona, he's like Riker, he would like it. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, something new. He likes puppies. You know, it'd be something to play with. He's a I scholar could, and a gentleman. Yes, and I guess he'd enjoy it. Now, Teddy? on the other hand, Teddy, i no. would not. No. Because Teddy... Because of arthritis of the, and all this, he gets uncomfortable and he gets in pain. The morning he gets cranky. cranky. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I would just make him comfortable, you know, do the best I can. And then after he passes, I would then consider a puppy. Right. But I wouldn't bring one in. It was just him. Right.
2: So I think a lot of it needs to depend on the state of health and the normal activity level of your older dog. You got a six, seven, eight-year-old dog in good health who's good with other dogs, who's been introduced to puppies, cool, go for it. Oh, yeah. If you've got a dog who's older and maybe has some health problems, you might want to talk to your vet first. Mm-hmm. You know, how uncomfortable is the dog? What is the outlook of the dog? Is there anything you can do to make the dog more comfortable? And then think about how grumpy he is. But... Even if you've got a dog who's in great health, who likes the puppy, do we let the puppy torment him constantly? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do need their own time.
2: We get a lot well, of phone calls from people who say, he, he seems to love the puppy, but sometimes he gets downright grumpy and he's snapping at the puppy. Well, yeah, he's an old dog. Give him a break.
4: <laughs> Literally bring him up. Move the puppy away, put him somewhere else, put the dog somewhere else, the older one. Look at them. Then, you know what? And then look at it. Don't go out and say, oh, I want to get a really energetic puppy from my older dog. That might be a bit much,
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah, if maybe got, can really bring out his his youth. You, you've you've got an ancient lab with arthritis, and you bring home a border collie puppy. Yeah, or a I, jack russell puppy. That may not work. <laughs> okay, so let's interject something else here into this formula. Both puppies and adult dogs. Do you need a puppy? Do That's you need a baby? You were reading my mind. exactly. How about an older puppy? How about a young adult dog? Mm-hmm. Or if you've got a really grumpy old dog, how about an adult dog who's a little bit calmer? There's a lot of dogs at rescues and shelters who need homes. Oh, yeah. You don't have to get a baby puppy.
3: So the advantages to a puppy is you can imprint on them what you want. And raise them the way you want them to grow up. And that's good and bad if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you can do you can do a lot with an older dog as well, and you can pick what's already been formed to, yes. a, to some degree.
4: And I also think if you, some places you can bring your older dog with you. And introduce And you some. never know if there is something there that clicks. So that other adult dog and your older dog. Sure. Tell something, I, no, it just, it works. That and private
3: and one, Helen Woodward over in Rancho you, you have to bring, you have
2: to bring your dog down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and the whole family has to come. Yep. And that's wonderful because they do. Then they introduce them so it's a neutral place for both dogs. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the family can get to meet the potential new dog. And they give the dogs time to play. And, and, and a counselor helps you introduce
3: them. It's wonderful.
4: Because, I mean, you may like the dog. You may bring it home. And all of a sudden, he doesn't
2: click with the other one.
3: I don't like everybody I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I love dogs, but I don't necessarily <laughs> like all dogs. <laughs> and I've seen that with mine. Some of my dogs just go, huh, "Uh, uh-uh, uh you ain't coming home with us. I don't like you." Yeah. And so personalities. And have they to have be every
3: harsh. right to be
2: that way. They don't all
3: have to get along. Mm-hmm. And it's not always the same personality. I mean, Bashir and Walter are great buddies. They yes. do not have the same personality. No, no, <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> but they're very happy to be together.
2: Yes. Yeah, maybe they're not live friends.
3: together, but at least long trips. They're
4: yeah, fine. yeah. They get along They're great. good friends.
3: They're very good friends. They're good friends.
4: friends.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
4: so, when you're thinking <laughs> so about... So in the same household? though you are not... not a-
3: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Need a bigger couch?
2: Bashir <laughs> rarely, rarely ever loses his <laughs> cool with Walter, but every once in a while, the tooth shows... If they live together, that tooth might show a little yeah. more often. <laughs> exactly.
3: So maybe you should take Walter home with you for a while. <laughs> so anyway, maybe you do don't so.
2: necessarily have to think about a baby puppy. You can also think about an older puppy, a young adult, or even an, a middle-aged adult dog to add to your household. Well, I don't know.
4: It was one of our new our recent uh, volunteers took in a an 14-year-old. older dog,
2: which was older than uh, her dog. Ugh. She's a saint. She is. She's a saint. Melissa, you're listening. You're a saint. Yes. She brought that dog. And then she brought it to training class. But you know what? That little dog is blossoming. Yes. She's given that little dog at the end of his life. I don't know how much longer he's going to live. But at the end of his life, he's just blossoming. You see him come to class and go, ah, Cool.
4: <laughs> I mean that that dog it just shows exactly you can teach an old dog
3: new tricks. Do you remember the woman who came? She inherited a twelve-year-old Peak Peganese, brought him through class.
2: Oh, and then did therapy. Did dog therapy work. class. Yeah, right.
3: Then did a year of therapy dog work before the dog before had the dog to... died. Yeah. But she said that was like the best year of his life. He had a blast.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, I never knew I could do all of you know their yeah. work. He was made for it. Yep, yep. So, yeah.
4: So you never know. Maybe the dog that will work for your family might be a little older than the one you have. I
3: talked to some older people who know. say, I wish I could have a dog right now, but I don't know what will happen if I die. Well, you know what? There's there a are lot of- some older dogs out there that would like a couple of years with somebody. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And as hard as that is, but... But how much joy you give it. to that old dog. And give uh, back. Yes.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. It always distresses me greatly when I see the old dogs unlist that they need new homes. Mm-hmm. Old dogs shouldn't have to need a new well, home like, <laughs> in this situation with our <laughs> Oh, assistant, yeah. Yes. Exactly that. It, that dog. It's heartbreaking. I'm glad she got him. Yes. And he's
4: thriving. Yes. But the, the reason she got him was
2: was horrible (laughs) and we'll leave it at that (laughs) all right so hopefully we gave you some things to think about pros and cons good bad whether it be adding a puppy adding a middle-aged dog an old dog whether your household already has a puppy in it or an old dog ideally if you've got a well-trained mentally mature dog that's that's the textbook time to add a new dog to the family But again, make sure that your dog at home is going to be happy with this. Because if he's not, that can be pretty traumatic. So that's it for us with this show. Listen back. We've got more coming. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Having a rough day? (coughs) Longing for the dog days of summer? (coughs) Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? (coughs)